1: Yo, hey, what's up, everyone? Coach G here with another episode of the Tandem Talk Show. Guys, I am super excited. I have a very special guest joining me this evening, Coach Keith, one of our newest coaches from the Tandem Nutrition Coaching Team. And before we introduce him and have him talk about the premier topic that we have here today that I know you ladies are going to love. I want to say that if you're new here to the Tandem Talk Show and to Tandem Nutrition, we are the women's online fat loss experts. We help women all around the world lose fat, tone up, and transform their lives in healthy and sustainable ways. I'm so glad you're here. And if you're listening to this outside of our Facebook group, please join our group. You can get to our group by going to www.tandemnutrition.com forward slash Facebook. We give a ton of free resources on fat loss, on toning up, on eating healthy that will transform your life, all free from just being in our group. And for all our current members, we appreciate you being here. Now, throughout this episode, if you have any questions for myself or for the man, Keith, please drop them below. We will answer them throughout our episode today and also at the very end. Guys, this is is, um, a rare occasion to have an an expert like Keith on the show. So please ask your best questions related to training, nutrition, specifically on today's topic related to glute training. That's right. Tonight's topic is the five best exercises to build your glutes. Now, before we transition into talking about this and giving Keith the floor, I do want to give a few shout outs to our amazing coaching team who are changing the lives of women around the world. Right now, Coach Layla, Coach Boston, we have Coach Keith, Coach Alyssa, and Coach Haley working with a ton of clients, getting some huge wins. And just to start off with, just real quickly here, I just want to give a shout out to some really awesome clients, making some big changes in their lives. Coach Layla, she's uh, had a few huge wins over this past week. Her first client win was from Rachel Daly. Rachel Daly is a rock star, guys. She lost 10 pounds in 10 weeks. She came to us absolutely stuck, couldn't lose weight, not sure what to do, and now she's already down 10 10 pounds in just 10 weeks. Not only that, but our Very awesome Canadian client, Nita. She is down six pounds in just four weeks as a brand new mother. Guys, this is not easy to lose weight after pregnancy, especially after dealing with all the emotions, all the time constraints, all the stressors of being being a new mom. Nita is making it happen. And lastly, under Coach Layla, we have Ashley Peoples. She's down five pounds in five weeks. So great job under team Layla. Super happy and proud of all you ladies. And also from Coach Boston, last but not least, you have a few awesome ladies crushing it right now. Bianca McKinney, guys, down 10 pounds in 10 weeks. And you're probably thinking, well, Coach G, it's only 10 pounds in weeks. The weight that she lost, she's going to keep off for life because we're teaching her the sustainable tools that she needs to learn how to maintain her results for life. So guys, 10 pounds in weeks is amazing progress. We also have Carrie Kinger. She's down nine pounds in five weeks. Nine pounds in five weeks is absolutely incredible. So great job, Carrie. And lastly, Mindy. Mindy's down five pounds in two weeks since her recent transition into a fat loss phase. So some of our clients actually come to us and they start in a metabolic reset phase to improve their metabolism maybe because they've been going in and out of fad diets for quite some time or really working hard to lose weight and their calories are really low well they come to us and we help increase their calories to get to a point where fat loss can be easy effective and comfortable long term and coach boston did amazing job and is doing an amazing job with mindy as he transitioned her from a metabolic reset phase into a fat loss phase. So. Great job, Coach Layla. Great job, Coach Boston. And now, guys, without further ado, let's get the man, Coach Keith, on the screen and have him talk about his topic today. Coach Keith, you know, I've had the pleasure to, get to know you in the past, oh, man, past uh, two or three months, man. But, you yeah. know, our audience is brand new to you. You came on the team maybe uh, a couple weeks ago. So they may not know you as good as I know you, which is unfortunate because they should need, they need to know you, man. You're a great guy. You're super smart and you're really effective work with women. So for those who may not know you as well as I do yet, could you tell us your background, um, you know, what you're doing for tandem and just a little bit about yourself?
0: Yes. So uh, again, like, like you said, my name is Keith. I go by coach Keith or coach KB, either one is fine. Um, I'm from Cincinnati, born and raised, Um, went to high school here, uh, was born here, um, went to college at the University of Cincinnati, where I had the privilege of playing football there um, for a year and some change. Um, That was around 2012, uh, graduated from there, um, and then did some work with some local sports teams. I was with the Reds for about eight months. And then after that, I went and worked with the Cincinnati Bengals um, and their sales department, did a bunch of sales there. We did co- corporate, groups, single game, pretty much everything you can think of when it comes to sales. Um, and I also did a little bit of personnel work with them as well. Um, so a little bit of scouting and things like that. Um, but afterwards, uh, towards the end of my, my sales term with them, um, I, I've always had this passion for fitness and, and for training and for nutrition and helping people out. Um, so I've been doing personal training officially for around the past year and a half or two, um, but I've done coaching back to high school and college um, at Cal- and in terms of football and things like that. Um, so it's been it's been longer than the past year and a half, but it's been official for like the past year and a half, two years. So it's been a it's been a great ride so far. And like, like, like you said, I'm just ready to meet everybody um, and get everything going. So it's been a really good time. Awesome, man. Yeah. You know, it's it's so great that you've you've been able to
1: transition into your passion full time like you have. I know that wasn't an easy transition. You mentioned that you're doing some personal training right now as well. Is that correct?
0: Correct. So, yes, I do personal training in Cincinnati at a private gym. It's called PT Plus. Um, and then also, yeah, I'm jo- just joined tandem as of a couple of weeks ago. So I'll be helping you guys out with nutrition and, and changing some lives there as well. Awesome. You know, guys, we have a lot of our team members
1: in in Ohio and also some of our actual actual coach team in Ohio as well. So anyone looking for a a personal trainer in a private setting in Cincinnati hit our guy Keith up. He's an amazing trainer and um, I've personally trained with him and I can tell you personally that that was probably one of the most toughest but most rewarding workouts I've ever done myself. Guy's an awesome trainer, and I'm excited for him to share his knowledge with us this evening as we go over the five best glute exercises that are most effective in building bigger, stronger glutes. And, you know, Keith, my first question is, man, like when someone approaches you and they are interested in just building a stronger lower body especially glutes what's maybe overall before we get into details maybe just one or two pieces of advice you'd give them that can help them stay focused on the most important things when it comes to training for glutes
0: yeah i mean this is a common a common question i get quite a lot especially from women women typically want to grow their glutes um, get that perfect shape define them more tone things like that so it's definitely something that I hear a lot. Um, a couple of main things that I would tell them: first of all, is don't be afraid of food. Food is going to be helping. <laughs> you gotta it, to typically grow anything, you have to be in a surplus. So um, to grow your glutes, just like you would want to grow your biceps, grow your chest, grow your legs, you, you want to be in a surplus. So don't be afraid of food. Um, it's going to be very hard if you are on a massive deficit and you're trying to grow your, grow your glutes. Um, so that's, that's the first piece of advice. And then another one is uh, to focus on a little bit more compound movement. So don't be afraid of lifting mm. heavy, um, which we'll kind of go into a little bit more in detail as well. But um, really, really stressing that heavy weight, that com- those compound movements, because they, they just reap so much benefit for you.
1: Mm. Great answer. I love that, man. And, and for those who are listening who may not know what a compound movement is,
0: how do you describe a compound movement? The compound movement is essentially an exercise where it is working more than one, ex- one w- more than one muscle at a time. So an example of that would be like a squat. So when you're barbell back squatting, um, you're performing an exercise that's going to hit your quads, your hammies, your glutes a little bit, um, your erectors, it's going to hit a lot of different things. Whereas if you have an isolation exercise, such as a... Such as like a machine cable, a machine curl, you're, you're really focusing just on that bicep. You're not really hitting too much us besides that. Um, so that would be a, the main difference between that compound and isolation.
1: Perfect. Perfect. And only spine because we're getting some really awesome comments already flooding in our Facebook group. Not only from Coach Boston himself saying, hey, we want to hear how Coach KB um built his biceps as well maybe that could be another episode or if we have some time at the end we can like share some share his bicep building secrets with us over live um i personally want to know myself because coach keith you got some huge guns man
0: oh, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: and we have uh crystal crystal baker she asked teach me all of the glute growing ways mine got out Mine got all sad during my weight loss. Now I'm rebuilding. Well, Crystal, this is the perfect episode for you because Coach Keith can tell you all about how to build a bigger glutes using simple and effective movements.
0: So Keith, or KB, should I say, is, do you prefer KB or do you prefer Keith, Coach Keith? Either or. I Probably more people call me KB, but either one is perfectly fine. Honestly. May I call you KB? You may. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> KB. So starting off, man, so if, if a
1: woman is looking to build bigger, stronger glutes, what is how would you rate or what would you say is the
0: most effective exercise or one effective exercise for building bigger glutes? I think the, the number one here um, that I have on my list that I, I pretty much have all my clients do is a, is a barbell hip thrust. Mm. Uh, the, number, one of the, the number one reason I say this is because you're able to load this pretty well. Um, I feel like people have a high capacity to load this. Um, without much strain, um, you're, you're able to, to take that, that barbell hip thrust through a, a pretty good range of motion as well. Um, whereas if you were to do, let's say like some abductors, you, you can't really load that as well. Mm. Um, with a barbell hip thrust, you, there, there's plenty of girls who plenty of women out there who are able to throw on two, 300 pounds, which is,
1: which is a lot, <laughs> yes. a lot
0: easier than, than throwing two, 300 pounds on your back per se. So Absolutely. <laughs> that would yeah. be my number one for sure. And then I, I, I think the the main thing before we get, I think, too far deep into this is, I mean, when we talk about glutes, we're looking at three major things. I mean, the, the glutes are composed mainly of your glute maximus, your glute medius, and your glute minimus. Um, mostly, we'll probably be talking about the glute maximus. It's the most superficial one that's that kind of everyone sees for the most part um so those are those are the ones we'll probably focus on the more more so than the others but i have a i have a little bit of a glute medius in there as well so <laughs> so, so when when it comes to the barbell hip thrust uh, of those three which of those muscles do you, does that primarily hit or target that's going to hit mostly that glute maximus there yeah. um, so we'll glute maximus um, we're looking at the primary function of hip extension, so that's exactly what we're doing with that barbell hip thrust. Um, that thrusting motion is that that extension of the hip, so mm. that's that's one that's going to be primarily hit there.
1: Mm, love it. You know, one of the most common questions I get, and maybe even complaints too, is when doing the barbell hip thrust, I hear that people may experience a lot of pain on their pelvic area because of
0: the of the the weighted bar. What advice would you give them to help them alleviate that pain? Yeah. So, um, I mean, if you're blessed with a gym that has a machine, that is a great option as well. Um, you typically don't find that unless you're in a, in a pretty nice gym, but to alleviate that pain, um, a lot of times we'll use padding. Um, so if you have like foam pads, um, or even like the barbell pads, those are a great option for you as well. You'll see some people squatting with them. I don't necessarily personally love squatting with them, but I think it's a great, great piece, a great tool to use when you're hip thrusting to kind of alleviate that pain um, Rather than that, that bar, that bare metal bar, yeah. uh, right on your lap there that can
1: be very painful so thank you for sharing those ideas and before we go into the second exercise i do want to say that i think there's a big misconception miss maybe it's my even my, my misperception of someone's misconception but how people believe that squats back squats are like the number one glute builder like going through my high school and college years everyone just touted squats as like hey if you want bigger glutes do squats tell us about that um do you, believe? well, I guess we know that you don't believe it's yeah. the number one exercise and yeah. why, why isn't squats number one and why, yeah. Why, why are they in the place of hip thrusts?
0: Yeah. Um, I think barbell back squats are, they, they, they do have their place. And I, I think that it's, it does hold some merit when it comes to glutes. Um, people typically when they are barbell back squatting, they typically get categorized in two different ways. So there's people who are Hip dominant and there are people who are quad dominant. So quad dominant people, they're going to get their knees a little bit further over their toes. Hmm. Hip dominant people, they're going to get their butt back, their hips back a little bit further. Um, so there are some ways that you can bias a barbell back squat to to emphasize the glutes a little bit more, um, which would have some merit when it comes to this. But I mean, overall, barbell back squats a great exercise. Um, but like you said, it it can have it has been for a long time just that number one glute builder but there i think there are some some exercises that would definitely pass it up but it's definitely a good option just Perfect. maybe to the best <laughs> yeah
1: th- hey great explanation i i'm learning th- i'm r- taking some notes to my man so this is some good stuff and last very last question on on barbell hip thrust because i know uh at least maybe i'm just kind of like um this is for personal reasons and maybe hopefully someone's like Curious too,
0: like what would you say is the best rep range for doing barbell hip thrusts? Um, I, I it's going to depend. So, I mean, with all of this, I mean, even the five best exercises, I, it's all going to depend. If you ask any trainer, any personal trainer, any nutritionist, it's everything is going to depend. There's no end all be all answer but yes. there's there's better options than others uh, but rep range i think for the most part you're going to be you're going to be fine for that hypertrophy style training anywhere from around eight reps upwards to 20 reps i think in your training you definitely want to do both ends of that spectrum even as low as five sometimes so anywhere from around five to 20 is a great way to way to start um, landing somewhere in the middle is is a good place to start but you definitely want to hit both ranges to kind of reap the benefits of both
1: If we can replay that last part, ladies, if you didn't catch that lifting heavy is a good thing, especially sometimes even having getting down to five reps to the heavier load uh, is beneficial for muscle building, especially for the glutes, you know, from time to time, should you always be there every training session? Probably not, but Uh, the, the, for the best results of a long-term and correct me if I'm wrong, KB, but um, it's, it's best to do a variety of ranges, but mostly in between the eight to 12 to 15 up to 20 rep ranges throughout your, your training cycles. Is
0: that, is that correct? 100%, 100%. Yeah. You just have, I, I think when you, when you vary your rep range like that, you, you get, you reap some of the benefits of novelty and that novelty is just you, when you do a, let's say you're, you go to the gym and you do three sets of 10, three sets of 10, and that's all you do your body kind of gets used to that after a while. And you, you kind of have reaped all the benefits from that. But if you go down to a five rep range and then return back to your three, three to ten three sets of 10, maybe a month or two later, you'll, you'll reap some of the benefits from that mm-hmm. five rep range, man, so much knowledge. I hope you guys are
1: taking notes and please remember, you can always ask some questions. Crystal. Thank you for your question. In fact, would you rather prefer, would you rather ask questions now or wait to the end KB? We can
0: do it now. That's fine. Okay. That's so
1: Crystal asked a great question. She says, I work out at home. Would mm-hmm. you say it is better to do resistance spans or the heaviest weights I can get for a hip thrust? I'm able to do a combination of both to get extra weight resistance. Should I aim for a certain percent uh, percentage of body weight?
0: Um, I would definitely say a bit of both is going to be best. Um, So with that resistance band, you're, you're going to get some bit of stimulus. You're going to get some bit of, of tension there. Um, But I I think to reap the most benefit, you're going to, you're definitely going to want to add some weight there. Um, So I, I, like I said, all of this is dependent, but Mm. I I think, I think adding a little bit of both is going to be in your best interest there. Mm. And I don't want to be, this, this may be my ignorance, but,
1: um, when we talk about the, using the resistance span for the hip thrust, um, are we
0: referring to how it's just above the knees? If not, Probably, why is it there? That's, that's what I would imagine. Um, so, I mean, when we put it above our knees, you're, you're kind of resisting that, that adduction at the knee. So that's when you're, and we'll kind of get to this a little bit later on. So when you do that, you are kind of firing that glute medius, so that glute medius, um, mm. uh, the main thing for that is abduction of your, of your hips, of your legs. Um, so with that, you're kind of working in glute medius there. Cause that's also stabilizing, stabilizing your pelvis. Um, awesome. So it, it's definitely an option there for you, but I, I like the actual loading of the hips rather than throwing a band on there, but both are good options.
1: Thank you for that. Yes. Great question, Crystal. Thank you so much for asking. Ladies, as you're watching this, I, I see Kaylee, you jumped on as well. If you have any questions for Keith, uh, please keep asking those questions. We have uh, a few more things left with these exercises. So that's number one, the barbell hip thrust. Uh, thank you, KB. What would you say the number two best exercise to build glutes
0: is? The number two best exercise, um, I would say, is a leg press. So this is kind of mm-hmm. similar in a way to the squat but there is a, it's almost similar in the way that you can bias your glutes more so. Um, I like this because again, you can load this pretty heavily and mm-hmm. in a safe range of motion. Um, but the way to bias your glutes, rather than biasing, a lot of times when you do a leg press, you may think you're, you're hitting a lot of quads. That's typically what people feel first. Mm-hmm. But to bias your glutes a little bit more, you wanna have a higher foot placement up onto that platform to where you put your feet. You want to have them slightly outside your hips um, and then also with a little bit of a slightly toe pointed out um, mm. because, again, we're, we're looking for a- another function of that glute maximus is hip external rotation. So pointing your toes out um, and placing your feet slightly outside your hips, that's going to give you that and that's going to really hit that glute maximus. Mm. You know what? That, that is
1: amazing. In fact, tomorrow I'm doing legs. So I'm going to give that a try. Um, and I, I, particularly like the leg press. I mean, I do squats too, but um, mm-hmm. I feel that because of, you can use more weights and the fact that your spine isn't as loaded or isn't yep. loaded as it is a back squat, it could be a safer option for many people to, would, would you agree with that?
0: 100%. And I, it's, it's always, it is intimidating for, for some people. It's even intimidating for me sometimes getting under a, a really heavy back squat um and that does take a toll on your workout for the rest of the day um, just mm-hmm. in terms of your nervous system and even for the rest of the week so um getting under a leg press is is a lot less of a shock it's a lot less axial loading like you said for for your spine uh for your erectors so it's definitely a good option there you can load a little bit more hit that a little bit more consistently than you could for let's say heavy back squats awesome yes dude that's great to hear i cannot
1: wait so it sounds like leg press with your feet elevated toes pointed out and little your your feet kind of
0: more more apart to activate more of the glutes is that correct yep exactly yep and that's that's somewhere how you would do with a back squat as well um you would take a little bit wider of a stance it's kind of it, you're going to see it's the common theme about, among these exercises is going to be kind of that same setup there but that would be my number two is that leg press Wonderful. All right. So number one, we had
1: the barbell hip thrust. Number two, we have um, the leg press with the feet high
0: and wide with toes pointed out. KB, what is number three? Number three, this one might be a little new for some people. Um, I've actually come across this one more recently in the past year or so, Um, but it's probably one of my personal favorites. Um, Mm. I feel like when people have a hard time feeling their glutes, this is one that that typically takes the cake and they can feel pretty, pretty quickly. Uh, but it is a horizontally banded Romanian deadlift. So there's a mm. couple different components here. So what you, the setup for this is if you have this ability, of course, um, because it does take a little bit uh, to get into, but you would get into a rack and place a, a resistance band across that rack. And then what you're going to want to do is step forward into that resistance band, placing around your hip crease, so right where you bend over at the hips. Um, and then once you, it's going to feel like it's pulling you back. Um, you will want to do a, a RDL or a Romanian deadlift. Um, set up here is going to be similar. You're going to want a wider foot stance right outside the hips, toes pointed out, mm. um, which is going to bias that glute a little bit more. But it, this is a, like I said, one of my personal favorites. That's
1: exciting. You know, I've done this a couple of times. Very effective. Definitely felt it in my Mm -hmm. glutes. And, you know, definitely if you have the equipment and the band set this up, it's definitely worth a try. Um, So that's great. So horizontal banded Romanian deadlift, correct? Correct. Perfect. Awesome. So that's number three, guys. Number one, barbell hip thrust. And listen, as you're watching this, I'd love uh, for you to, and even you, Coach Boston, as I know you're tuning in, man, comment below Mm -hmm. what your favorite glute exercise is it doesn't have to be on this list let us know like what your favorite exercise is when it comes to glutes um i will ask kb his personal favorite if it's not that last one but I want to hear from our audience
0: yeah. which is your favorite is that your favorite the last one Probably so. I I can give you an an honorable mention at the end as well. (laughs) Thank you. you. Great. I can't wait to hear
1: that. So, um, yeah, please comment below. Let us know uh, which one is your favorite. And so that's number three. Number four. What would you give uh, in the position for number four, KB?
0: Number four is probably one of my favorite, but least favorite to do (laughs) because it hurts so much. But it's a Bulgarian split squat. I knew you were going to say that. I knew it. Man, that is brutal. <laughs> who here has done
1: – I'm sorry. Who here has done Bulgarian split squats their torture? Just comment below. Let us know. KB, keep going,
0: man. Yeah, the Bulgarian split squat. If, you, if you've done this before, you you understand the the pure torture of it. But I, I love it so much for glutes. Uh, you get to do this unilaterally, which is – pretty different from what we've done with the other ones the other ones are all two feet two feet um this one you get to switch up so you're going into that that lunge putting one foot elevated on a bench back behind you and then you can load this as well um i like to have a slight lean forward onto this um, and load right into that front foot um almost pushing through the heel Uh, so that Mm. really gives you a a really good feel to that glute max as well
1: Mm. Wonderful. So it sounds like you have, so just make sure you have your, your rear foot elevated. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. Um, and with your front foot, I I may have missed this. I apologize. Are you also elevating your front foot as well, or is that on the ground?
0: That one's on the ground.
1: Okay. So rear foot on, like on a bench perhaps, and then front foot on the ground with a slight lean in your torso and dumbbells too, I'm assuming, or do you have a barbell on your back?
0: Correct. I typically like to do um, dumbbells. So two dumbbells at the side. um, I feel like that is plenty. It doesn't take much. You can do body weight here and you will feel it quite a bit. But uh, yeah, you can throw a pair of dumbbells in your hand um, and that will increase the load there, uh, which will which will make it
1: Add, like, add, add a little bit of sweetness to the pie. Gabby's like, you probably don't need some dumbbells for most people, but if you do, it'll only make it more effective, more more challenging. And I, I would personally say like maybe a barbell is not the best option just because you can't abandon a barbell in exactly. your back like you can dumbbells. But we do have a question from Abby. Abby asked regarding the, bar, regarding the Bulgarian split squats. She asked, mm-hmm. so your knee is past
0: your toe in Bulgarian split squats? So I, I think it can be. So there's been a, a mantra of knees over toes is not necessarily bad, but is not good. But it's, it's, it's I don't think it's necessarily bad at all. I think if you have the mobility to do so and you're doing it in a safe, safe way, I think it's perfectly fine. Um, knees over toes is fine. But what I like, I typically like to tell my clients is I want that knee staying in the same position the entire time. Um, so I don't want to see a lot of knee going forward, knee coming back when you're standing up or vice versa. I want that Mm. knee kind of staying in that stationary in that same spot Mm. and driving down through that heel and coming back up in that same plane. So one some things that I'll do, like when I'm coaching a client, I'll take like a dowel or like a little PVC pipe, put it against their knee and they really should not be pushing back or pushing forward or pulling back on against that dowel or that PVC Mm. pipe. That's good.
1: That's good. Wow. So good cues there. So, uh, yeah, thank you for answering that, man. So, Abby, I hope that answered your question. And she, oh, good, great, she said that's what I thought. Just understood earlier. Uh, she said thank you. So, thank you for um, explaining that. And Coach Boston's blowing up our comments right now. I'll tell you what, he's saying barbell hip thrust is his favorite. Has the highest. Here we go with some science terms. Here you go, Coach Boston. Has the highest glute activation and can can load the most weight. He says that or walking up the stairs, stepper sideways. <laughs> my man so i do got to ask you about that i see some people doing the stair climber and either doing it sideways or doing it with their leg kicked up
0: Mm -hmm. what's your opinion on that does is that doing anything for the glutes is it worth doing i think it is i think it's doing something not as much as they want to believe that it is um typically my my philosophy is when i when i'm training is i want to do something as efficiently as i can so if I'm doing a stair stepper, I am doing that mostly for cardiovascular benefits, not for glutes as well. I mean, you're gonna get a little bit of glutes in there, a little, little bit of calves in there as well, just from the, the execution of it. But um, I don't think you reap a whole lot of benefits from, from skipping steps and adding a kickback in there. Um, <laughs> I like to, if I wanna do glutes, I'll, I'll do glutes separately. If I wanna do cardiovascular, I'll do that separately.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. It's kind of like doing, like going really aggressively, wanting to build muscle mass as fast as you can and lose fat as fast as you can and trying to do both at the same time. You're not really going much in any, in any direction. Um, and like right. with the cardio, you can only go so fast and like kick your legs so many times and you're done. At least I'm, I don't have the cardio capacity yep. to do all that kicking. Like yep. give me a barbell <laughs> instead. I'd rather just lift it.
0: Yeah. 100%. I'm right there with
1: you. So we have, do you know, do you know Crystal Baker? I don't think so. So she says, Coach B, we are kindred, and I feel we may have to work together. So, Coach B, you may have to be contacting Crystal. Uh, Crystal, are you in the Cincinnati area? Just kind of curious. If so, you may have a new personal trainer next week because Coach B is looking for some new clients in Cincinnati, right? Yes. (laughs) Where am I at? Yeah, (laughs) cool. Um, And I believe that Crystal mentioned that her favorite glute exercises are, I believe, the Buddha squat and... Let me see if I can find that next response that went away. I don't know how to find your responses when they go away. Mm, the Buddha squat was one of her. Have you ever heard of the Buddha squat before? I'm not sure that is. I'm not, I'm not very familiar with that. Gotcha, Crystal. So she's actually in North South Carolina, but totally open to virtual coaching. Uh, Crystal, thank you so much. We'll have coach B reach coach B. No, that's I call coach Boston, coach B. So this may be <laughs> tough for me. All right. Coach right, KB <laughs> have already said that before. Have I called you
0: coach B today yet? It may be, maybe so. I'm sorry, coach. All right. No, you're fine. I thought it was almost internet connection. It was cutting out on the K, but you're no, fine. <laughs> I, I just talk really fast sometimes,
1: but no, we'll have coach KB reach out to you afterwards to uh, chat more about this. So, I mean, the fact I really, really love the value you're given here tonight um kb and thank you for your time Do i know that we're running short on time so uh just to quickly review this number one for best glute building exercise we have the barbell hip thrust number two leg press with feet high and wide toes pointed out really pushing through your heels number three the horizontal banded rdl romanian deadlift and number four bulgarian split squats with dumbbells keith
0: what is number five my man Number five, like I preluded earlier, uh, we would get a little bit into some glute medius. I, this is one that you will see a little bit more commonly um, from women, but I think the seated abduction machine is a great machine. Um, I think definitely, I mean, for a lot of guys, they could definitely reap a lot of benefit from this. But uh, that glute medius is is definitely important. Um, it it has a similar function as that glute minimus as. Um, it's holding that pelvis stable, um, and it's also good for that um, that external rotation there as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, the abduction machine is is definitely my my number my number five. You feel that mm-hmm. quite a bit as well.
1: Yes, yeah, definitely effective exercise, and uh, luckily most gyms have this machine as well. Now, I have mm-hmm. seen some people on this machine almost remove their hips off of the seat and leaned forward is there a benefit to doing that and if so how how much more effective
0: does that make it not not that i have seen necessarily i i think if you're getting hip if you're getting abduction at the hips you're getting abduction at the hip i don't think i mean when you're leaning forward like that you're kind of almost holding like an isometric there but i mean it's already being stabilized by your glute medius so I, i don't think you're adding too much there um and I, I think that might actually, I, you might be able to add a little bit of pounds there, but I think the the cost to benefit ratio there is not very much. Mm.
1: And would you recommend a higher rep range on that type of exercise?
0: Yeah, I, I I definitely would recommend more of a. It's like I said, it's going to it's going to vary, but because this is a machine, this is going to be one that you're going to be able to. Um, add a little bit of rep range too. So anywhere from that 12 to 15, upwards of 20 uh, might be good to add at the end of your workout uh, because it, you definitely want to have a complete glute. So this is a, is a nice finisher for after you have barbell back squatted, after you have hip thrust, whatever the case may be. Uh, this is a good one to end on to kind of complete that, that overall gotcha. glute. Okay. So
1: it sounds like this is a great exercise to have toward the end of your leg or squat workout, leg workout, glute workout to really kind of finish that off and to (laughs)
0: accumulate more fatigue uh, in that muscle. Exactly. This is one that we talked about earlier. This is kind of more of an isometric. So after Mm. you hit your compound movements, this is a good one to to hit as an accessory um, to really isolate that, that glute medius. Perfect. We do have another question from, from
1: Carrie. She says, I am getting more knee pain with squats. What can I
0: do? Um, so knee pain with squatting, it's, it's going to depend. And like <laughs> I know that's a, that's a bad answer, but it's, it's the, it's the honest answer. Um, there's going to, I, I can't necessarily assess that without seeing how you're squatting your mobility, your flexibility, um, things of that nature. Um, so it's, it's hard to say, um, I, I mean, a lot of times when you have some form of pain, it's not necessarily coming from your knees necessarily. Um, a lot of times when I squat, I will first look at ankles, look at feet. So if you have poor ankle flexibility or f- ankle mobility, um, that could be causing knees, hips, things of that nature to go away. Um, so I would look at possibly looking at some, some ankle mobility, doing that, warming the ankles up really well before you squat. Um, and just looking at how you squat in general just making sure that form is on point, um, to make sure that there's not any leaks in your form when you're adding extra load onto your squats. You know what we
1: may have to do, you know, I'd love to visit you and coach Boston and coach Alyssa. I'm like, Hey guys, you live so close together. I need, I'm I'm gonna come visit you guys soon so we can do some videos I feel like we can put out together some really creative and informative tutorials for and by the way guys if you're not if you're not a part of his Instagram page yet go check it out he has literally probably what, hundreds of videos I mean so many videos of exercises what is your your your
0: um, what is it, handle on IG it is K b and then E-N-J underscore. So the first letter in my name, K, and then the first four letters of my last name, Benjamin, and then underscore. So guys, go follow him. He has so, and they're so professional. They're so well done. They're they're
1: super like creative. And and, um, a lot of what exercise we talked today are actually in there as well. So go check those out. We do have another question. Um, One more question from Abby, and it is, what do knee sleeves do? A great question.
0: Yeah. So knee sleeves, they keep the joint warm in your knee. Um so it's it's keeps everything warm, keeps everything com- compact and together. Um so that, that's really the main the two main things is keeping that joint nice and warm. Um because when you when a joint's not warm, when it's cool, um you can it's it's not it makes it a little harder for that joint to go through its full range of motion. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's almost like a mini not, not, not necessarily like a brace, but it is kind of, it does brace it just a tiny bit, um, just adds a little bit of protection there. Mm.
1: Do, would you say knee sleeves allow people to lift slightly more weight or is there any benefit to that?
0: Slightly more weight. Yes. Um, but I think for the average gym goer, I, I, I think you, you're fine without knee sleeves. Um, even if you're adding, if you even have a quite a bit of weight on, on your back, I think you can, I think you're fine without knee sleeves. Um, I, I generally tend to shy away from a lot of straps, belts, sleeves, things of that nature. Um, I like to have the body work through the, those things naturally, going through a proper warm-up um, rather than trying to compensate by using sleeves and wraps and, and bands and things of that nature. So I think it's better to use your, your own body's natural proprioception rather than relying on those tools. Wow. Such a great
1: response. I'm very impressed with you, Keith. I love your response, man. Great response. And just want to say, man, I know that we're short on time. Thank you so much for coming on today, giving us all your information, advice, and knowledge regarding the how to build bigger glutes using effective compound and accessory exercises. And uh, for those who would like to contact you, follow you, um, wh- what advice would you give them? Where, where should they go?
0: Yeah uh first of all i mean reach out through the tandem fitness page um if you're part of the group just reach out there that is a great place um either on the right on the right on the group site or through my direct messages either or and then also i might my instagram is completely public as well so feel free to reach out there um just willing to help out as much as possible and i i've really enjoyed today and i look forward to speaking with everyone Absolutely. And we, we enjoyed having you here. Ladies, if
1: you're in the C- Cincinnati area and you're looking for an in-person personal trainer, Keith is your guy. We'll hope to have him on here again soon. Talk more about train nutrition and how he keeps getting his clients amazing results. I'm personally honored to have him on the team as well. So this is a Keith. Thank you so much for your time, man. Really appreciate it. Cannot wait for this to go live on our platforms. If you're not following... Tending Nutrition on our podcast platforms. Go ahead and subscribe today. And Keith, man, you're the man, dude. Thank you for your time. And we'll see you again soon, okay?
0: Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Bye, guys.